Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Disastrous Split 518 and says, Am I the asshole for secretly planning on moving out despite my sister-in-law expecting me to have her wedding at my place? I, 39 female, worked really hard at building my relationship with Ryan, 43 male. I accommodated him into my schedule, did things to help him feel loved and appreciated, and did my best to be a doting girlfriend. I'm ashamed to admit it, but after all I've done, I feel that I can't stand him. I don't even hate him, I'm just repulsed. I discovered that he's extremely immature and not in a fun, loving way. Whenever I point this out, he says he's like Peter Pan. This used to cause emotional distress, but I've passed that. He's a very controlling person who still thinks being mummy's little boy is some kind of an achievement. He talks about his childhood very vividly and acts like he's still able to get away with anything. Brian describes his sex encounters with his exes in detail, despite making me feel horrible. I don't feel appreciated. He shushes me whenever I bring up my heritage because it's only keeping me tied to the past. He criticized my love for my childhood home and got very triggered because I mentioned some dear high school friends who happened to be guys. I've built a good career while he games all the time. I'm fed up. In three years, I worked hard to complete my MBA, consolidate my small business, and now have some major companies as clients. In the meantime, Ryan keeps relying on favors to get a job and he keeps getting fired. I've asked him to control his instinct to get freebies. He's content with getting free stuff instead of actually buying something that he likes. Last summer, he dragged me to a kiosk at a farmer's market because the guy offered him a free sandwich. What's eating me up is that he can't give me a straight answer after I've become suspicious that he lied about his degree. This is very serious because it means that he lied about his prospects and he allowed me to include him in my life and somehow he's tried to force me to be responsible for him. I was made to believe he found a job only to find out that he was attending board game tournaments at a local indie gaming shop. My feelings for him have changed since the last New Year's Eve when he stood me up to go see his family and I wasn't allowed to join. We'd already made plans for a quiet romantic evening and I brought food and the wine and he waited until 2pm to let me know that I would be spending it alone. He said mother-in-law needed him because New Year's Eve gives a flashback from father-in-law. As background, father-in-law left her in the 90s and married his mistress in the 2000s. I felt horrible. He knew New Year's Eve was important to me and that I was looking forward to a romantic evening and that my family lives on the other side of the country. He knows being here is a sacrifice for me because I have kids that I bend over backwards to spend time with and they're flying every Wednesday to see them is a huge part of being present. I took a client whose deadline was January 2nd. The culture doesn't celebrate New Year's Eve and I agreed because I needed the money. That was a game changer for me but my heart was broken. 
After that, I've tried to work around not losing love for him, but what I feel is that I'm experiencing the pain of losing respect for this man. I can't stand it. I can't even look at him, and I feel very guilty because I'm finding happiness behind his back. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I constantly make up supposed work schedules just to get away from him. I can't stand this anymore. His sister asked me to allow her to have her wedding at my place because she can't afford anything else. And now she's not speaking to me, but still expects me to host her. I agreed on having the wedding where I live because I thought we could actually get to know each other and it would help to create a good relationship, which is important to me. I don't know if she's not speaking to me because she feels she doesn't need me anymore or because there's something I don't know that's happening. I'm mentioning this because sister-in-law, female 41, and mother-in-law, female 69, have a history of playing victim and sister-in-law finds ways to get aggravated constantly. I tried to talk to her and she has simply ignored my calls and my messages. I thought that because of this, she had decided to have her wedding elsewhere. But now I'm being informed that I need to remove my pets on my furniture so that she can use my living room for her ceremony. I text and called to get clarification and was left on scene and honestly, I got pissed. It feels like I'm begging to be a part of their family. I'm so angry and I told him and basically he kind of shrugged. I've decided just to move out without telling him. I talk to my landlord so that I can leave two months earlier. I just take my pets and everything I own while he's at work and just drive off. I'm tired of feeling lonely within this relationship. Last month, I was inducted into a career guild and refused to take him as my plus one because I didn't want any pictures of him next to me. It would ruin the moment. I don't owe him anything. He left me basically alone when I had COVID and was very irritated whenever I asked if he could buy me some food. And also I own nothing of what I am as he never celebrated me while I bent over backwards to help his mum despite her attitude. I spent my birthday alone because he was busy. All he does is ask me how much more money I'm going to get in the future. I know this is my fault because at some point I promised him that I would help him fund his dream restaurant. But that was back when things were great between us. I know it's wrong to go back on my word but I can't help it. I don't want to be in his future and I don't want to invest in his life. I'm still down for what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm being an asshole for planning on leaving him without telling him. I just don't want his family to yell at me like they did to my other sister-in-law when she left my brother-in-law. Also, sister-in-law can be very volatile. Both she and mother-in-law have claimed they have assaulted people. But I don't know if they are just bragging. He's been asking what's going on because I can barely hide my contempt whenever he tries to initiate a conversation about helping him create a business. I'm fed up with having to listen to his insistent questions that are making me feel very uncomfortable. I told him I'm not an insistent person. I didn't harass him to come to my place when he stood me up on New Year's Eve. I didn't insist that he give me a present for my birthday because he's an adult. He says it's different since a business is a lifelong situation and a birthday gift loses value. I'm clear on the end of our relationship, but I'm doubtful about ruining the wedding. It's 10 days away. Am I the arsehole? Now, I don't think I should comment too much on your relationship with him. I'm hoping what you said about at the very end of what you said there about it being clear of the end of your relationship, because what you just gave us was a red flag after red flag after red flag all the way through that. And it wasn't just from the boyfriend as well. It was also from her family. My eyebrows were slightly raising when you mentioned the other sister-in-law and mother-in-law and sister-in-law yelling at her because they left brother-in-law. Obviously, we don't know the full ins and outs of that situation, but with them also bragging about assaulting people, etc., etc., it just sounds 
all a bit dodgy to me. And in the end, you don't owe sister-in-law anything. I think, you know, things could have been slightly different if you had a good relationship with sister-in-law. And this is all very hypothetical. You had a good relationship with sister-in-law and you, you wanted to keep that relationship going. Maybe there was some way around it. But, you know, you don't owe these people anything. They all seem to be like walking all over you and treating you like shit. So why would you, basically? Shayek says, sis, what the fuck? You're a successful, talented woman with an MBA and a business. Why are you allowing this man and his family to use and disrespect you? It sounds like you have an exit plan. Just freaking leave and live your best life. Block this entire family on everything. His sister's wedding is not your concern. Focus on getting out safely and get therapy to make sure you don't repeat the shit show of a relationship. Good luck, get out, and never look back. You got this, sis. Butterfly Garden says, not the asshole. In fact, I think this would be the most brilliant piece of karma ever. Keep sister-in-law on red and block the man-child you live with. Please tell me that the furniture belongs to you. Prudy says, not the asshole. He actually called himself Peter Pan in a prideful way. In your place, I would ghost and leave too. And the only explanation I would give is a note that legit reads, enjoy Neverland on your own time and your own dime, Peter. Bangarang. And Opie replies that saying, yes, he called himself Peter Pan, like it makes him sound youthful and special. I hate him. Viral Water Kai says, wait, a family that doesn't want you to join them for events expects you to host their wedding at the place you're pretty much financing. Put your plan into place, take your stuff and pets and be free of these freeloaders. Don't even think for a second you're an arsehole. You've mistreated yourself enough by staying too long. No one cares says, he is using you as an ATM and I'm pretty sure free food and rent. Because of that, his family sees it as easy to use you for their convenience. Definitely move and don't tell him. Make sure to cancel all the services in your name. Go to the bank and get a new card just in case he has your information. Protect yourself and move as far away as possible from him. From someone who was in a similar situation, I can say it's the best decision you will ever make. You don't owe him or his family anything. Block them. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The OP comes in with an update and says, first of all, thanks to everyone who took the time to offer their advice. I wasn't expecting my post to get that kind of attention, so thanks for all the goodwill. I've been kind of inactive due to having to deal with things so that I could move out, sell into my new place and have lots of work for my daily career stuff. Letting them have the wedding at my place after I was gone was not an option because as some Redditor pointed out, they could trash the place. Also, there's a lot going on right now. I talked to my ex-boss and was honest as possible. She was alarmed. 
The reaction was 400% more pissed off than the average Redditor feeling empathy for my situation. She stepped in because I couldn't find emergency movers. There's a cargo division at her company, and while she couldn't send any employees to move my stuff during working hours, she helped me find some employees who do moving gigs off duty. I talked to my family and explained what's happening. I flew my pets to them. I'd be completely moving back home in a few weeks so that I could have some elbow space because I didn't know if I could find a new place ASAP. I was also pet friendly. The movers were very organized and thankfully took everything out as quickly as permitted. I followed Reddit's advice and changed the locks. I also paid the landlord a cleaning fee because the advice I got on here was very eye-opening. I didn't want to linger alone. The landlord inspected. Not much to inspect except for any damages, which were none, and settled on letting me out of the lease. My lawyer gave me plenty of advice, which comes down to him having a different address as his official dwelling place to get his mail, child support paperwork, and where he lists himself in official documents. As long as I kept detailed information of returning his property intact and not retaining his property, there wasn't much that he could claim. I put all his stuff in trash bags and left it on his mother's porch. It made sense not to spend a dime on shipping anything. I recorded everything and took inventory. Nothing was damaged or broken and my lawyer has records. My best friend is Gold. Rena, female, 41. She dropped everything and had her foot up my ass telling me off for allowing him to get this far in terms of treating me badly. She also arranged for me to stay with her boyfriend's mum for a few days until the new place that I applied to sent me notice. All I needed was a room with a bathroom or something. I couldn't deal with putting all my furniture up again as I'm leaving the area soon. I'm paying rent at a mother-in-law's house, although it's three hours away from my office and it's not feasible for the long term. I'm going to go to my office two times a week and doing the rest via video call. Whatever I do, I won't be going back to town. My former boss says she is concerned and helped me get a small office space, meeting room for obligatory face meetings that I can do within one hour distance ratio. I'm extremely grateful because I know she's not obligated. She was always a boss when she was my supervisor way back when, but... With what she's done for me, I call her Khaleesi and feel like it's real. D-Day. Mother-in-law was outside when I went to leave his stuff. Honestly, I hesitated but figured out there was never going to be a perfect time to drop everything off. So I basically hopped out of my car, left everything and ignored her as she persistently asked me what was going on. I avoided making eye contact and it was very uncomfortable. He called me and claimed what I did was petty and unjustified. He said he would come to my place so that we could talk. I clarified nothing. If he was gaslighting me, then he deserves to drive all the way only not to be able to get in. He called me at night again, saying his key wasn't working. I said he's damn right, and I informed him that I no longer live there. I don't need to describe that shit show because I'm pretty sure it's universal to abusive partners. First, he was aggravated, then he demanded that I show up, then he tried to pin his family's well-being on me. I said sister-in-law never replied to my messages, and she can have her wedding elsewhere. I kept my cool as my best friend suggested just to spite him. He was livid and went from confused to angry to lying about me using him. I did talk to sister-in-law and had a surprisingly civilized conversation that amounted to nothing because two hours later, she and Ryan's cousin started spamming my phone. By that day during the afternoon, I was pissed enough when she had her groom call me. I'll call him George, male 41. George and I have never had a real relationship. We never really talked during family events and we didn't even have each other on social media. He's a mellow guy, kind of a Pink Panther personality. Slow walking, won't mess with anyone, very quiet. I was 50-50 surprised at his attitude by not entirely taken aback. 
understand he was told differently about the venue, so basically he thought I just upped and left out of jealousy and spite against Ryan and his family. I also got triggered when I heard him repeating baseless stuff about me. I understand it was him innocently passing on gossip, thinking it was true, but it just made me angry. I'm not proud of this, but I told him that Ryan and his family don't respect him and say embarrassing stuff behind his back, and that wouldn't give me the right to repeat demeaning stuff or turn him into an enemy. I told him that sadly, Ryan always refers to him as the spare guy, because sister-in-law had always had a thing for her ex-husband, and that sadly, out of a few guys that she dated here and there, he was the only one willing to put a ring on it. He demanded proof, so I said no problem. It took me a few hours, but I located voicemails Ryan had sent me. For background, whenever Ryan wanted to distance himself from guys he considered losers, he would say things like, I'm not like George. George is only good to keep quiet and take orders. George's mum looks horny. My sister said George could barely get it up and he needs a pill. George was acting out, but you know my sister. She threatened to leave him and he got scared. Again, I'm not happy with what I did, but I was insulted that someone who never even talked had the gall to come at me. To be honest, this didn't really deter him. I had him on speaker while at a parking lot while Rena and I were having lunch. Rena got pissed by George persisting, but we finally understood what was going on when he claimed that I took their money. It turns out that he, supposedly, has given sister-in-law some kind of deposit because I have allegedly demanded to get paid for the use of my place. This never happened. It didn't make sense. I was asked to help because they were broke. I never asked for money. Rena made herself apparent on the call, and it was funny because when George asked who she was, she was like, don't worry about it. So she said that he was out of line, but because he was being so stubborn and we both believed he wasn't to blame, she said we should have a call. George sounded confident that he was in the right, and about a minute later, I got an invite for a chat group. Shit show number two was horrible but necessary. I know I stooped a bit low, but I'm satisfied to have followed Reddit advice about burning the bridge and poisoning the water. I added father in law on the chat, and I'm sure Ryan will never forgive me. For background, Ryan has a David and Goliath complex about father in law. Father in law being Goliath, he has an internalized competitiveness against his father. He so badly wants to outdo father-in-law that he tends to forget that father-in-law is an old man. I don't know if I'm right, but sometimes I feel like they are fighting against an idea and not reality. The call started out as a mess. There were insults and a lot of yelling, but at this point, I was sick of their behavior. I sent him evidence that I've been reaching out without getting any response. I forwarded all the voicemails and screenshots, especially two or three where Ryan shows excitement that his sister will have a venue and thanked me for understanding that she can't pay for it. Mother-in-law dropped out of the call the minute father-in-law came in. I told father-in-law what was going on, thanked him for the cordial treatment I always got from him and explained that I was offering my place as a venue, but was ignored when I needed to address it and that Ryan is simply unsuitable to be with a hardworking and successful partner because he's a parasite and that I can't respect a man who doesn't have a real job and games his days away, and is probably lying about his new job right now. All Ryan said was, wow, and that I was insulting him. And it gets worse. Father-in-law gets constantly demonized for having dumped mother-in-law, and he starts talking very sternly about feeling confused and disappointed about all this wedding stuff. He and Ryan got into an argument, and sister-in-law started yelling. Despite me disliking Ryan of everything that he did, hearing father-in-law calling him a moron and a source of embarrassment felt kind of heavy. Father-in-law says he's fed up with all his children and that despite his children resent him, he did give sister-in-law 2k as a gift to pay off some debt or use it for the wedding. 
but she used it all up on outings and good times instead. And that his blood boiled every time he saw a Facebook post. I don't have much information on this. I just knew that George was super thrown off by this and kept asking and asking about it. He sounded confused, just like when someone had denied some resources readily available, but I could be wrong. Father-in-law said he expected his money back because he was fed up with all the drama and said that if this was going to keep on happening, please don't come to me when you get a divorce. Father-in-law told sister-in-law to stop listening to Ryan already because he's unhelpable and can't be of help to anyone because he's both dumb and greedy and that he's like an open mouth with an internally empty stomach and that she's ridiculous for following Ryan like a cult member. Sister-in-law starts yelling at him and he said this is exactly why all her men run for the hills and to go ask her mother if temper tantrums and victim mongering are in any way an aphrodisiac. That was a huge can of worms to be opened, so I immediately dropped from the call because I was very stressed out, despite having tried to keep a cool-headed mindset. I blocked everyone and changed my number and sealed all my social media and removed apps where I didn't know how to block people. It's been weeks and no wedding stuff has been posted. None of my friends who have visited their profiles have seen anything but cryptic stuff written by George. I cannot guarantee the wedding did not take place, but it also doesn't look like it. Also, I agree with some replies about having a court wedding. It could have done that. For additional clarification, I wanted father-in-law to know everything because he was quite often the inky friendly face in that family and I didn't want to leave without having him understand the truth. He was decent and I didn't want him to think that was some kind of witch who ruined his daughter's wedding for shits and giggles. Thanks again. What an absolute mess. Imagine listening in on that call. Holy moly. And I can totally get that OP not wanting to leave relationships that she, like like the father-in-law, which she sounded like she got on with him okay, and not wanting him to think badly of her, despite they might not ever see each other again. It's still annoying to walk away from it. And, you know, you know, there's people in the background talking shit about you and, you know, poisoning the water, as it was once said in that post. But you must be incredibly relieved to be out of that situation and just blocking everyone at the same time. Holy shit. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for being here today. As always, your time is always massively appreciated. You know me. I sit here afterwards and I think, bloody hell, someone's just sat here and listened for potentially, I mean, it's 23 minutes. I'm looking at this recording at the minute and I'm still talking. <laughs> I think bloody hell someone's just spent 20 odd minutes of this day listening to this channel and i'm just you know i'm blown away by it so thank you so so much for being supportive to me for the people in the stories and you know showing love and support towards them as well and towards each other in the comments i think it's absolutely incredible and it makes my day hugely so thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.